class preparing for oh, reading, 20, reading 25 books and answering three questions about all 25 books. Albert, did, did we ever tell you about <laughs> Hannah and I took a 400 level history course together? I, I there was sure some was random art major who took this uh, Atlantic World 400 level history course with Dr. Maxwell. Syllabus day, she goes, do we have to read like all of these books? <laughs> and I swear, Dr. Maxwell's soul left his body and came back and was like, yes. I can picture, I can literally picture, I only knew the You know, he gets that blank stare where he's like contemplating if you actually just said that. I'm, I'm assuming it went something like this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, was I still the, think... that was the same class where Dr. Maxwell stole my chicken nugget. I still, oh, that's odd. I still think he would make a great Frozone. Like, if he would yeah. decide absolutely. that he wants to be Frozone for Halloween some year, it would be absolutely perfect. Absolutely. So, I've been the story behind that. Right, I had, you know, they had those, like, chicken nuggets, uh, popcorn chicken, whatever, at yes. the galley. Yeah. I'll pick those up and go to class because it was 6 p.m. class. Dr. Maxwell just walks up one day. I'm like, Dr. Maxwell, I'm not sick anymore. He goes, oh, really? And he comes up, takes one of my chicken nuggets, eats it, leaves the room, comes back with a bunch of candy from his office, and is like, here you go. <laughs> like, this was an equivalent exchange I didn't agree to, but Dr. Yeah, Maxwell can do whatever hilarious. he wants. He's the best I, man I've ever seen. I, You know, there's not many professors that I remember from my time at Millersville, but uh, Dr. Maxwell is absolutely one of them. And then there's my homie, Dr. Woodall, from our speech class. But he and I, but he and I are actually like friends now. So it's super, oh, lit. super random. It was the weirdest thing. One day during speech class, like during when I was there, I went up to his office for something. And in his room, he has wrestling memorabilia from professional wrestling everywhere, which was like, for me, was like, oh my God, someone who loves professional wrestling as much as I do. Come to find out, there is no one in the world who knows as much about wrestling and or loves wrestling as much as Dr. Lowry Woodall. Um, he, he, knows, he knows everything. And he's on like a national council of stuff. This, it's he's writing a book called, I, I don't know if I'm allowed Dr. to say Woodall. the name. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name of the book, but he's writing a book about like... Um, diversity issues inside of the world of wrestling around the world and it is i'm like so excited to read it he's been on this no actually no he's been on one episode of the show I i'll think, be on this show on... with him i don't know i don't know anything <laughs> about anything but i could be i could be on with dr woodall we'll just get every millersville for, uh student that i still am kind of in communication with together and get all of our professors on the same episode it'll be great how much if you do got you dr maxwell on this podcast I, I would watch it on repeat every day. I think life. if I could get um, Dr. Dr. Maxwell, Maxwell doesn't know what the podcast, internet is, but I would as, I would ascend to a higher plane of living. I think I would be back to the enlightenment period and just I would be fully enlightened. I I would be I would be good. I just Please. thought about the enlightenment. Hope that's one of the questions. It is not. <laughs> God. <laughs> I feel like Hannah and I are actually a good balance of whatever she doesn't like, I like, and whatever I don't like, she does like. Ah, that's good friendship right there. That's uh they say opposites attract for a reason. Um 
But all right, let's do this thing. I'm very excited for this episode. Uh, What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of You Think You Know. This is your host of the evening, Aubin. My co-host, Chaney, will be joining us momentarily. He got out of work a little bit later than expected. Um, But welcome back to the show on another episode. If you are watching, thank you so much for watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Uh, Check us out at each of these um, social media platforms above my head there. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube, so check us out. We appreciate it all. Uh, on tonight's episode of You Think You Know, I have some very good friends of mine. All the way back from my college days, I have with us um, two history teachers here to talk about their knowledge of history. I will let them introduce themselves. Ladies, whichever one of you would like to begin, by all means, take the floor right now. You can't <laughs> nose goes with two people. Well, it's too bad you lost. <laughs> I, I'm Taylor Payne. Uh, I teach whatever I can. So I have taught uh, in the past two years. Or Yeah, in the past two years, I have taught uh, US 2. I have taught seventh grade world history. I have taught ninth grade world history, 10th grade uh, US 1, and 11th grade US 2. So hopefully I have any information about anything that we are going to talk about today. (laughs) No promises. I have no idea what the questions are even about anymore. So thank you, Taylor, for joining the show. And now coming to the stage. All right. I'm Hannah. Uh, I teach all kinds of stuff. I teach high school here in central Pennsylvania. Sorry, my dog is crazy. Um, I teach honors, U.S. history, U.S. history two, uh, U.S. civics and government, and world cultures. Um, And I'm currently in graduate school uh, to get my master's in history, which is misery. So That sounds awful. I'm sorry to hear that. Where are you getting your master's from? Uh, Slippery Rock. Okay. Good old SRU. I visited that campus once. It was okay, at best. The only That's the I true can... teacher behind you is that pile of papers. <laughs> that, is, that is the accurate teacher life. <laughs> ever, you know, COVID might have been the best thing that ever happened to me as an educator because I stopped doing things on paper, and everything is just on the computer now. I tell them, if it's on paper, I do not ever want to see it again. I'm not collecting it. I don't want to see it. We're going to work on it in class. And then what you do with it is your business. But I do not want it to end up on my desk. And my desk has been as clean as it has been in years. Because the only thing that it is is my computer. It's great. (laughs) But anyway, we do have a show to get to. So we will be right back in just a second. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. My computer is probably going to explode at any second. Without Cheney here, I have to do everything, everything myself. So I have like five 
tabs open right now across two monitors and my computer is very angry with me. There's nothing like two browsers running video and OBS open at the same time to really make your computer hate you, especially when I'm just working on the laptop. <laughs> but we're here. Uh, so welcome back to another episode of You Think You Know. If this is your first time with us, let me explain how the show works. Here on You Think You Know, we have 15 trivia questions. And in each of those 15 trivia questions, uh, you have 30 seconds to provide us with an answer. Now, we're going to allow you to take that full 30 seconds, which allows our guests to play along with you, um, see if they can get a higher score than you can. But we'll see. You're history teachers. By all means, that should never happen. We'll see. Um, so there are 15 questions in our traditional round of You Think You Know, including a bonus round uh, where we have one bonus question. A little bit harder. We'll talk about that when we get there. Um, but I feel like I'm missing something. Uh at the end of that 30 seconds, feel free to share your answer with me. We'll see if you guys agree on your answers, and we'll see if uh, either of you manage to get the correct answer. Um, these questions are all about history, anything from world history to U.S. history to a, pretty much almost anything. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I think that's it. I feel like I'm missing something important, but if I remember, I'll bring it up when we get there. Are there any questions, ladies, about how the show works? think I'm good. Fantastic. In that case, let's see if I can do this seamlessly. Let's bring in the game and get started with the show. Uh, there we go. This goes away. This goes here. Actually, we're going to get rid of that because you guys are competing against each other. All right, here we go. Ladies, question Number one, oh, time starts once I finish reading the last option. So, of course, you will see them on the screen. So, if you're a fast reader, you get a little extra time than 30 seconds. But here we go. Question number one Who was the first democratically elected president of Russia? Was it A, Boris Yeltsin, B, Vladimir Putin, C, Nikita Khrushchev, or D, Mikhail Gorbachev? 30 seconds begins now. I feel very confident. I know which one it is not. However, that leaves uh, that, that leaves so many. Chance. Hey, listen. First thing they teach you is to rule out what you know it's not, and, <laughs> and figure it out from there. <laughs> who was I the first even, I, democratically I elected know. president? I don't even know who one of them. Oh. oh my gosh, Hannah! Even I know who at least two I, of these people are. No, I I I know all of them but one. I, I am an American historian. <laughs> I feel hey, I've I, never felt less confident about something. What was that awful class that we had to take? I don't know if you guys had to take it. Also, it was an honors history class, I think, or maybe it wasn't. It was with that woman. She was from. Somewhere in Eastern Europe, I think it was like oh, history, Hitler, history of the world. Or so. Oh, yes, history, history of the, of the world, world from fourteen something to the pre I was something Kidder. ridiculous. Kidder, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was an awful class. I did not. Like I didn't have to take much. it because I took AP Euro. I don't take it either. <laughs> Lucky you. All right, who was the first democratically elected president of Russia? Was it A. Boris Yeltsin, B. Vladimir Putin, C. Nikita Khrushchev, or D. Mikhail Gorbachev? Answers, please. I don't know how democracy works in uh, <laughs> in Russia, so I feel like 
Let's see. I think Hannah, that is D, and Taylor says, is that B? B, yeah. Okay. The correct answer is neither of those. Uh, the correct answer is A, Boris Yeltsin. I thought he was after, I thought he was still a, a premier of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Sure. I, I, thought it, I thought it would be Gorbachev just because he was around the Reagan era when the wall came down, and I wasn't sure when they installed democracy. But arguably, well, that's of- what I'm saying: is what yeah. is democracy in Russia? Right. Like Putin was technically democratically yeah. elected. Arguably, none of these people were ever democratically chosen. See, well, we're getting too are, deep in now. Now you're now you're really and now we're in Maxwell's class doing a little too much <laughs> analyzing here. <laughs> well, actually, to counter off of that, <laughs> I swear I got through my entire semester that year saying exactly that phrase. Well, you know that actually reminds me of a time when because I did not do any of the reading, and you would probably hate me for saying that, but I, I never did absolutely any of those readings. But I passed, and that's all that mattered at the end of the day. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number two. Who is the only president, the only U.S. president, to ever pay off the national debt? Was that A, Thomas Jefferson, B, George Washington, C, Bill Clinton, or D, Andrew Jackson? Now we're getting into some U.S. history here. You both said you're U.S. history teachers, so let's see what uh, see what you know. I have two thoughts, and they couldn't be further apart. <laughs> All right. I, I know which two it definitely is not. It's between two for me. But I'm Ten not seconds. confident at all which is the two. <laughs> Who was the only U.S. president to pay off the national debt? Was it Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Bill Clinton, or Andrew Jackson? Answers, please. You've both said D, which is absolutely the correct answer. Andrew Jackson, the only U.S. president. To Taylor, we're president. tied. That's my goal here. We had to <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't uh, sure if Clinton did it in the 90s with the computer boom. No, yeah, no way. No he way. Did it. He didn't last that long. Definitely wasn't. <laughs> definitely wasn't Tommy Jeff. Definitely was, Tommy, definitely was Tommy not Jeff. Tommy Jeff. Tommy Jeff. Is that what we call him now to stay hip with the kids these days? Tommy yes, Jeff. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I pulled out T. Jeffy son. Um, oh, that's fantastic. In one of my classes, they did not like that, so I used it a lot. <laughs> I've got a whole, whole yes. list of nicknames for him. That is fantastic. All right, moving on to question number three. Which country was not a founding member of NATO? Was it A, France, B, Canada, C, Italy, or D, Spain? Again, I know which two it's not. The worst part is I've definitely seen this question on a different trivia before. And they're like, oh, (laughs) neat. And then immediately forgot this information. (laughs) What country was not a founding member of NATO? Was it A, France, B, Canada? C, Italy, or D, Spain? Five seconds. We're just gonna guess. Time's up. Answers, please. When in doubt, Diana. Yeah, when in doubt, Diana. <laughs> and while that led you both to the same answer, unfortunately, it led you both to the wrong answer. 
The correct answer is letter D, Spain. That was my other guess. As long as it wasn't Canada, because Canada was my first thought, and I was like, that's not correct. I like, I, that was my other guess, but then I was like, no, he just did D. There's no way it's... Oh, see, there you go. You're falling into the trap. <laughs> you never know what it's going to be. Uh, moving on to question number four. Hint, the answer might be D. Who knows? Which U.S. president was shot on July 2nd, 1881? A random date. Hopefully this that was significant. So rude. Was it A, James Garfield, B, Chester Arthur, C, Grover Cleveland, or D, Rutherford Hayes? Oh, big brain fart here. I'm like going backwards with my presidents. I have to ask, um, was this a significant date in history at all? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Just, just check. No. I, was like, I feel like I'm missing something here. <laughs> No. I, I figured it out. The Animaniacs helped me. Oh, thank God for Warner Brothers. Which U.S. president was shot on July 2nd, 1881? Was it James Garfield, Chester Arthur, Grover Cleveland, or Rutherford Hayes? Answer, please. It's mm, a guess. And you both have guessed right. The correct answer is James Garfield. I like... Uh... I, I ran through the entire yes, president's song of the Animaniacs from wow. Lincoln onward in my head. To That's get impressive. To... I might be able to get you through the first seven. And I then went... after that, I'll pick up at 16. I went backwards from Wilson and like hoped that I... See, I went forward from Hayes. Man. Because I, I, I know Hayes was elected in, 80, in 77. I know exactly who all of these presidents were <laughs> and when they were in office. I can tell you these... Four are four that everybody forgets about and never remembers what they did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bree. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for pulling up to the History's show. History is not our strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> Although, out of four questions, you both are two for four. You're sitting at a 50%, but that's not bad for the we first We need to stop questions. agreeing, though, so I can <laughs> that's, win. That's true. One of you has to pull ahead here. Let's see if that happens on question at number five. Surely you'll be able to make this question. In which ocean was the Battle of Midway fought? Was it A, the Southern Ocean, B, the Atlantic Ocean, C, the Pacific Ocean, or D, the Indian Ocean? Do we count what ocean they were at the time the battle was fought? I have no idea, to be honest with you. The Southern just... Ocean is like a 2020 development. Cheney mm. is coming, question mark? He got out of the work late and he said he was on his way, so... You should be here. In which ocean was the Battle of Midway fought? Was it A, the Southern Ocean, B, Atlantic Ocean, C, Pacific, or D, Indian? Time is up. Answers, please. The correct answer is C, the Pacific Ocean. That is correct. Three to three all right and I, I know brie likely story he 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 got did get a new job he just started a new job today i mean he did he told me already he worked at seven and said he was going to be here i don't know what happened to him but hopefully he joins us maybe he's joining us for the second half of the show we'll see all right moving on to question number uh number six ladies you are three uh tied at three so let's see if we're gonna ever break that tie or if this is gonna go into a tiebreaker 
tiebreakers really suck because then I have to go exploring for other answers and uh, and it's gonna get really difficult if I have to just go find something I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number six. What was the largest empire in history in terms of landmass? Just this. Was this A, the British Empire, B, the Spanish Empire, C, the Mongol Empire, or D, the Russian Empire? You might take the lead here, Taylor, because... But I feel like now that I'm so confident, I might be wrong. <laughs> like, there's always a chance of, like, it's worse when you go into something super confident and you are incorrect about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I feel very strongly. And if I'm not correct, immediate drop in confidence. Hilarious. Hilarious. Five seconds. <laughs> what was the largest empire? Do I get a bonus to? point for finding the error? Uh, there, I'll tell. I'll put it like this: I consistently. This happens in my teaching also. I consistently make at least one error in every assignment I ever give my students, and we have found that on this show, <clears throat> you, I consistently make mistakes always. Um, so it's kind of another game in in the game trying to figure out what error I made this week because I never review my work. I just do it and then assume I did everything right. So. <laughs> Solid. All right, ladies, answers, please. Anna, stop. <laughs> well, now I I will I will say this. Let me let me just I will resort to Google for a moment because if you just taught this, that might mean the information that I have is incorrect. Did but you? That, the Mongol Empire at its largest was twelve million miles squared. Is, sounds very large. Did you mean, like that, just, was it Russian in your answers or British? <laughs> The answer that I have is British, so I just want to look because um, I am willing to change. The or I taught because... all my ninth graders wrong information, <laughs> which is definitely possible. <laughs> they don't. They don't fact check me. Oh no! It does say the Mongol Empire. I nice, Taylor. Going... Yes, we got it. We got. Um, Let's see. I, I forgot is... you also answered right. Actually, this... <laughs> but see, this is odd because this contradicts itself. Um, so the British Empire, um, 13.71 million square miles. And then this has the Mongol Empire only at 9.27 million square miles. So I don't know because... This is the Wikipedia page that says the British Empire. Not where I got the answer, but it doesn't really matter. But then this biggest empires in human history website from statista.com say the Mongol Empire existed and was large. I think we get but, a point. Um, yeah, I think we got the point. See, I'm, I'm going to give you both a point for it. It doesn't matter because you both are tied anyway. But, but I will show you the graphic. This is odd that they've done this because... Although they claim that the Mongol Empire was the largest, oh, maybe it's because the Mongol was the largest contiguous empire. I don't think we need to investigate it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you both the point. Although it looks from everything that I'm looking at, it does say that the British Empire was the largest in landmass. I'm thinking that the Mongol Empire was the largest contiguous empire. I mean, that makes um, sense they because they didn't the British really Empire couldn't possibly have been its own with as big as Britain is. Um, 
So we'll just we'll just go with that. We'll we'll give you the point for posterity's sake. Because I'm, there's too much conflicting information for me to be able to say I'm right or wrong. But I'm going to err on the side of I was right. So <laughs> thank you, Google. And we're on being... the side of we're right. So. <laughs> there's my sister chiming in. She agrees with me. I think that I think that must. Annalise is a traitor. <laughs> British by population, Mongol. See, Brian Brian agrees. Brian is a hater too. She don't know what she's talking about. All right, here we go. Moving on to question number seven, so I can look like I know things again. Uh, question number seven. Here we go. Marie Antoinette was married to which king of France? Is this A. Louis the Fourteenth, B. Louis the Sixteenth, C. Louis the Twelfth, or D. Louis the Eighth? I'm glad you read them out because my eyesight is like so bad. And I'm <laughs> this is my favorite uh, thing in world history. I had to just pay attention to, I had to really practice my Roman numerals beforehand because I did not want to make a mistake. I'm really solid my Roman numerals <laughs> with XVI. Oh, Anything yeah, yeah, yeah. over that does not exist. Once it starts Anything over that, ends into the mix, it's just, it's overrated. It's not necessary. All right, Marie Antoinette was married to which king of France? Was it Louis the Fourteenth, Louis the Sixteenth, Louis the Seventh? I'm sorry, the Twelfth or Louis the Eighth? There we go. My eyes tripping up on me again. Answers, please. Hannah. The correct answer is letter B, Louis the Sixteenth. Nice. That is correct. Way to be. You both are correct again. Putting you both at a five for It's seven. almost like we had the same education. <laughs> it's almost like you went to college together and were in probably most of the same classes. It's bizarre. <laughs> it is truly bizarre. Who would have guessed? <laughs> but let's see if uh, that same education got you here uh, lined up with question number eight. Who was the first woman appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court? Was it A, Elena Kagan? <laughs> B, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, C, Sonia Sotomayor, or D, Sandra Day O'Connor. 30 seconds. All my idols. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. They're all named Louie, and there's been like 23 yeah, of them. So. Very valid point. Power to you. Was I correct in her pronunciation? A is the only one I do not know. Is it Kagan? Yeah, it's Kagan. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. I'm better than I thought I was. Uh, my favorite <laughs> shirt I want to get is the one where it's the Supremes, like the Motown oh, band, but it's fantastic. all the women of the Supreme Court, barring one. That sounds great. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Uh, <laughs> she might be seated right now, I would assume. Uh, who was the first woman appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court? Is it A, Elena Kagan, B, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, C, Sonia Sotomayor, or D, Sandra Day O'Connor? Ladies, answers please. Letter D, Sandra Day O'Connor, is absolutely the correct answer. What an icon. That's a Ginsburg right there. I, I, um, what is her name? Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon might be my favorite person in the history of ever. She's so great in everything that she does. And her Ruth Bader Ginsburg is so just good. fantastic. It's so just good. great. <laughs> All right. Very interesting. We have a tie going into our break. So right now, the score is six for Hannah and six for Taylor. And after we hear from a word from our sponsors, we're going to see if we can break this tie and see if we can finally get a winner. Here we go. Uh, We'll be right back with a word from our sponsor. 
And we're back. <laughs> oh, Brianna Cooper. The alien skits where she is abducted are oh, some of the funniest. They're so good. I cry laughing every single time that I watch them. I was considering being one of Kate McKinnon's characters from SNL for Halloween, but then it was the day of Halloween and uh, I didn't feel like going shopping. Well, that one is probably easy. Just throw on a plaid shirt. And then some some chain smokes some cloves. That's right. It, it's just a great costume. All right, we are back with our episode of You Think You Know History tonight with Hannah and Taylor sitting at a tie score of six. So I would love to see if we can break this tie open with question number nine, and that is absolutely correct. Ryan Gosling was hilarious. Um, he is great. Oh, my sister just sent me this, and I have to show you. Because it's fantastic. One moment, please. Sorry, everyone. Just gotta. I have to share with you this gloriousness that my sister just shared with me. Um, but my computer is again running at the speed of negative seven. So we'll see. I'll see if I can pull it up. We'll move on to the next question and I'll see if I can get it pulled up here. Uh, question number nine. Here we go. What year did the Great Depression begin, or what was the date? Fun the fact, this is my Depression? grandmother's birthday. Well, happy yeah. birthday, Grandma. <laughs> hey, November 11th, 1918. I'm sorry, what was that? That's not a great birthday. It's <laughs> a pretty awful birthday. There's nothing great about it. Um, so is it letter A, November 11th, 1918, B, April 14th, 1912, C, December 7th, 1941, or D, October 24th, 1929? Do we get bonus points for identifying what all the incorrect dates are from? <laughs> I I would I'm terrified to know that you know that, to be honest with you. It does not surprise me, but I'm just trying to beat Hannah, you know? <laughs> I know that it's true, Taylor, so I just want to stand in a tie, a nice tie. <laughs> no, I'm trying to annihilate you. This is not a friendly game. <laughs> I will say, I will share this: that both of you said the other one was much smarter than you and was prepared to for them to win. So, I, I mean, I guess we'll we'll see. Um, so our friend Matt, who is also a history major, would always be like. Uh, we'd make fun of him for not being in the honors college because obviously we were both in the honors college. Of course, and he would he always held over us. On the Praxis, he got like the distinguished honor student <laughs> score. Incredible. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Incredible. Yeah. It's oh, I miss been him. Any better, honestly. Yeah. I love Jeopardy. Iconic. All right. Uh, answers, please, while we're there. I can't get my screen to stop sharing. Uh oh. Now everything is messed up. The correct answer is letter uh, letter D, October 24th, 1929. That is correct. That's my grandma's birthday. She was born. And then my great-grandma told her she caused the depression. <laughs> Wait, Taylor, that she was, was like born to that exact... Like that is... She, her, she was born October 24th, oh. 1929. You thought you meant like As her... The date was no, like she was born year. on that day. As the as the market crashed, she was born. <laughs> so the the top one is Armistice or Veterans Day, ending World War One. The mm -hmm. second one is the sinking of the Titanic, 
And the third one is Pearl Harbor. Wow. I am, uh, yeah. I knew all of those. There's a reason I Because you picked them. Let's just, let's just say that. There's a reason well, it's, I It's Spanish. also Veterans Day. Like, it's now known as Veterans Day. So that's how I honestly could not have week. begun. To, I could not have told you that. If you paid me a million dollars, I could not have told you what that day was. I might have been able to finagle my way into getting Pearl Harbor Day. But the other ones, yeah. I believe in you, Aubin. You know more than you think. You believe in me way more than I believe in myself. So I appreciate that, Taylor, because I really, I'm not sure how I survived history class. I'm I'm good at memorization, but not Actually, go off of that point. Um, (laughs) that's how i survived that particular class (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on to question number 10 here we go in what city was u.s president john f kennedy assassinated was it a houston b san antonio c austin or d dallas all these conspiracy theory videos finally paying off at least we know that it it's in Texas somewhere. If nothing else, we understand that it was in Texas. San Antonio, Massachusetts. <laughs> this might be where you pull ahead. I... See, I'm an Irish Catholic, so you do have to understand the background I'm coming from when you're talking about John F. Kennedy. You, you just kind of have to know everything that ever happened in your like, life. I'm from the line of people where every Irish Catholic grandma has a portrait or a plate <laughs> with JFK's face on it somewhere in their home. <laughs> Like he, it's like Jesus, JFK. Who's next? Princess Diana. Okay. <laughs> In what city was U.S. President John F. Kennedy assassinated? Was it A. Houston, B. San Antonio, C. Austin, or D. Dallas? Answers, please. This is a guess. The correct answer is D. Dallas. For the first lead of the game, Taylor. You are now at an 8 out of 11, and Hannah, unfortunately, you're still at a 7. But there's more. There's time. You can always come back. And you know a lot more about how the government works <laughs> than me, so. Well, we'll see how that works out for the next question. Is this question 11, or is this question 12? This next one, this is question 11. Okay. Um, who was not nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. The fact it, that any of these are right upset me. <laughs> was it A, Adolf Hitler, B, Joseph Stalin, C, Benito Mussolini, or D, Francisco Franco? But that means that three of them were nominated for indeed, Nobel Peace Prize. Indeed they were. I don't like that. Apparently it doesn't take much to be nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. I want to be nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. What do you get, like, five bucks? Probably a book deal, maybe. <laughs> Ten do you like books? Who was not nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? Was it A, Adolf Hitler, B, Joseph Stalin, C, Benito Mussolini, or D, Francisco Franco? Answers, please. I'm intrigued to see where your mind's Total going. Total guess. Hannah has said B... Joseph Stalin and Taylor says D, Francisco Franco. One of the two of you is absolutely correct. The correct answer is letter D, Francisco Franco. It's because I don't know anything about him, but I was like, this guy's inconsequential. No one cares. He was, I think he's Italian. Spain. Spanish. Oh, just kidding. He was, I should probably know that, huh? 
We don't cover Spain history. We focus on the language. My <laughs> my A push teacher in junior year of high school told us that one time he was hiking in Spain and got lost, and he was almost arrested for being too close to Francisco Franco's tomb. Oh, that's odd. I don't. Yeah, that's a very random thing to happen to someone. That's the only thing I could tell you about Francisco <laughs> Franco. He's buried somewhere in Spain, and someone was almost arrested for getting too close to his body. Tragic. Exactly. All right. <laughs> well, uh, Hannah, I got to tell you, you got some catching up to do. Two in a row. That that hurts. Let's see if you can get it back on this question. Question number twelve. Who was not targeted by Senator Joseph McCarthy's anti-communist witch hunts? Was it A, Charlie Chaplin, B, Orson Welles, C, Albert Einstein, or D, James Dean? And know the fact that Albert Einstein is one of your options in your pictures that has nothing to do with the answer. Or does it? Because that would be very confusing considering it's option B, not option C. I don't know C, anyone could be a communist at this time. That's a good point. This question is so random. It is extremely random, isn't it? Like, we talk story. about McCarthyism <laughs> and, like, anti-communism, but I've never been like, here's a list of people that he <laughs> There's a list of very famous people that he thought was a communist. All right. Uh, who was not targeted by Senator Joseph McCarthy's anti-communist witch hunts? A, Charlie Chaplin, B, Orson Welles, C, Albert Einstein, or D, James Dean? Answers, please. Answer. answer the same again. It must be his resemblance to Elvis that led you that way. But it is correct. The correct answer is James Dean. Was he alive long enough to be considered to be communist? Lord only knows. I don't know anything about anyone. Uh-oh. My wife just texted me something. So I'm going to look at it real quick. Looks like... I don't know what this is, actually. I don't know why she sent me this. I was have to it's look a, it up. It's a uh, cryptogram. You have to it was, <laughs> decode it. Decipher it. it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not very good at deciphering puzzles. I'm not a very uh, quick-witted person like that. All right, Hannah. Three more questions in our traditional round. You got to catch up here at some point. It's eight to ten right now, so it's not impossible, but you're running out of time. I watch a lot of documentaries. <laughs> I knew her 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 knowledge is just so wild. <laughs> it's just hey, you know, it happens. Uh which vice president served under more than one president? Was it A, Andrew Johnson, B, Millard Fillmore, C, George Clinton, or D, Nelson Rockefeller? Speaking of how the government works, Hannah, this sounds like it'd be up your alley. I know two of them are not correct. So is George Clinton that singer with like <laughs> the dreads? Uh, there is a man named George Clinton who was indeed um, the lead singer of a band. He's the Atomic Dog. Bow wow wow yippee oh yippee yeah Atomic Dog yeah that was George Clinton. Not the same George Clinton, however. Which vice I like president... to think that is the one I'm thinking. <laughs> Which vice president served under more than one president? Was it Andrew Johnson, Millard Fillmore, George Clinton, or D. Nelson Rockefeller? Answers, please. Uh, I did what you hate, and we haven't picked B in a while. <laughs> 
Uh, you both have chosen Albert Einstein, letter B, Millard Fillmore, which is incorrect. I'm sorry to tell you. You should have just stayed with Atomic Dog, George Clinton, because that would have got you to the right answer. I cannot believe. I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous to ask this next question because the way that the last one was set up. But I actually know that this answer is right. So uh, question number 14, Hannah, you're, you're running out of choices here. Which of the following empires had no written language? I had to throw a language I've thought about all of them, is and I do not a, remember. the Incan Empire, B, the Aztec Empire, C, the Mayan Empire, or D, the Tang Dynasty? Hmm. I know one of them has a writing system because I had my kids make their names in that writing system. I uh, don't know about the other three. I had to take a math class about one of these writing systems. It was awful. And it, it was not the history of math. It was, um, no, it was, um, oh gosh, mathematics in pre-Columbian pre math, something or others. It was, it was how math worked before Columbus arrived to the Western world. The Mayans were the first to have the concept of the number zero. This is a fascinating class that bored me to death. But um, what else is new? All right, which of the following empires had no written language? Was it the Incan Empire, the Aztec Empire, the Mayan Empire, or the Tang Dynasty? Answers, please. I don't know this one. I also don't know. But I haven't chosen Mandela yet. He has not been the correct answer very often. However, he is the correct answer of this question. The correct answer is the Incan Empire, which can be found in the country of Peru. Uh, and the language that they spoke was Quechua, which does not have a written form. Cool. It is actually the, it is um, the national language of um, Peru to this day, actually. Quechua and Spanish are the official languages of Peru. I think it's the only, um, one of the only countries that has an indigenous language as an official language. Good on them for surviving colonization. It's, it's very impressive. Very, very impressive. Uh, that's where we're taking our students this summer. To Machu Picchu? Peru. To Peru. Awesome. We're going, um, is it this? It can't be this summer. No, next summer. So 2022, we are going to... Um, where are we going this year? Germany, Switzerland, the Czech Republic, and Austria. Oh, that's cool. And then the following year, we're going to Japan. And I, I don't have really a passport. <laughs> gotta get on that, Taylor. Come on, you gotta step up your game, girl. Doesn't take that long. <laughs> that's fair. I just haven't had a reason to go anywhere for you just gotta two make one. years. You just gotta make one up. You know, just pick a place and go. All right. Hannah, I'm not saying it's impossible for you to catch up. But, uh, the, score is, the score is 8 to 11. So you have to get everything right from here on out. Because the bonus question is a two-part question. You do get two points for both for answering them both correct. Um, but something tells me it might be out of reach for you, which is okay. You know, you did better than most people do when they come on the show. So let's see how you do with question at number. I feel dissed. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it. Which U.S. president gave the White House its current name? Was it A, Thomas Jefferson, B, Theodore Roosevelt, 
C, Abraham Lincoln, or D, George Washington? I do not feel confident, but I have made a choice. She guessed better than me last round, and she's going to end up <laughs> better than me this round, too. <laughs> oh, man. What? I just US think person? that the more I think about it, the more I'm going to gonna talk myself out of the most logical answer so i just go for it and then if i'm wrong oh well hmm. i mean it happens I, you know so that's why we call this show you think you know because you never really know as much as you think you do and, and that's okay no one knows everything all right which u.s president gave the white house its current name thomas jefferson theodore roosevelt abraham lincoln or george washington answers please Oh, another split vote. We have one for Thomas Jefferson and one for Theodore Roosevelt. One of you is correct. I think it's Hannah. Oh, please don't say Hannah. I, <laughs> I love the dissension here. <laughs> Hannah says, I, 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 please don't let it be Taylor. Taylor says, I think it's Hannah. Well, the correct answer is Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, let her be this Taylor. I just thought for some reason, because like Theodore Roosevelt seems so late for it to be given a name. Well, see, that's the reason I thought it was named late. So I picked the latest president on the list. Mm. It seemed so late for someone to finally say, hmm, this house is white. Let's call it the White House. I, they <laughs> called it, I think they called it like the president's house for a long time. Honestly, better. Just <laughs> yeah. The president's house. What's that? What's that White House over there? <laughs> I'm like, I should have known that because I watched Jackie Kennedy's tour of the White House like 15 times in school, but I just didn't remember if she said that or not. They always look at the, the portrait of George Washington that Dolly Madison saved in War of 1812, and then everything else I have no idea what they <laughs> talk about on that tour. Really? All right, here we go. Uh, the score at the end of our first round, if you think you know, Hannah scored an 8 out of 15. Taylor scored a 12 out of 15, which does put Taylor as the winner of this episode, but we have a bonus round, so we're just going to see if Hannah can pull up that score. Uh, Hannah, I will have you know, 8 is the average score on this show. Okay. So just you are, you, are, you are right at the average score. You are, that I'm is, average. You should, feel, you, should not, <laughs> you should not feel bad at all. It's right where you're supposed to be. Taylor just exceeded that by a little bit. And that's okay because she knows a lot of random stuff. And that, it, and that helps. I see. That's why I told you. <laughs> she was like this random knowledge girl that like. I don't know anything important. Stuff. Like, I don't know how taxes work, but I can tell you <laughs> random things. Neither do I. And I just know I have to pay him. And I'm, don't, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. All right. So here is our bonus round and how this works. In tonight's bonus episode, because you are competing against each other and this is not multiple choice, you'll each have to private message me your answer, okay? This is a two-part question. So you must answer both parts of this question, but you only have 15 seconds to think and send me an answer, okay? So it's a little bit faster on the bonus round. Um, so at the end of that 15 seconds, I will ask for you to finalize your answer and send it to me. Um, and we'll see if you can get the bonus round questions. So here we go. Uh, how do we send it to you? Facebook will be fine. Okay. If you want to just shoot me a message on Facebook, just don't send it in the group chat because then you might just copy. Hey, Hannah, what'd right? you get for your answer? <laughs> you only have 15 seconds. If you can do all that and answer in 15 seconds, I'll be incredibly impressed. All right, here we go. 
Um, here's our bonus question of the day. What year did women receive the right to vote in the United States and with what amendment? 15 seconds, answers please. Go, go, go. Taylor, that was incredibly fast. Five seconds. I also just taught this in my class. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the worst part about having, uh, I was in a labor placement where I had to teach three different classes was it's a hellish nightmare to plan. But the nice thing is I am teaching every single history course that is taught at high school. Well, there you go. That is, you can't get much better than that. All right, time's up. You both have submitted your answers and you both are correct in both of your answers. Uh, the year was 1920 that women received the right to vote in the United States and it was the Ninth Amendment to the Constitution. 19th. That, that's what I meant to say, 19th. Freudian slip, 19th Amendment <laughs> to the Constitution. Uh, again, I think, this is, what this is, is the Ninth thing. Amendment? That's Bill of Rights, right? Is the Ninth Amendment where they're like, the states can do what they want? Or is that the Tenth um, Amendment? That's the Tenth Amendment. I, I can't tell you, Pastor. The government, or the people have rights not listed. Oh, yeah. The enumeration of the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. So basically, if it's not explicitly stated here, that doesn't mean you don't have the right to do it. Sure. Right. That's the one that always trips my kids up. They're like, what does this even mean? I'm like, you got rights. Like, <laughs> Congratulations, you have rights. Some people can't say the same. Uh <laughs> you have whatever rights you feel you deserve. There's anything oh, I want you to know at the end of this very basic U.S. civics class is that you do have rights. And don't there, you forget it. There you <laughs> like, go. <laughs> there you go. All right, final scores at the end of this episode of You Think You Know. Taylor as our winner with a rousing 13 out of 15 because of the bonus. Wouldn't it Maybe be 14? One of the, you were only at an 11, right? Or a t- I don't know. I can't count. I don't know how math works. That's not a, my job. It was, you're right. You had a 12, so it is a 14. 14 out of 15, which is probably the highest score we've ever had on the show. So congratulations. Oh, God. You just had to tell her that. You but, just but it's not a perfect Our 10-year reunion, I'd be like, Hannah, remember? <laughs> the score. And Hannah, you brought your score up to a 10 out of 15, which is a, you're above average. Congratulations. Above average. <laughs> shocked to be in life. Just above average. Just above average. Not too, not too much that where people start expecting things from you. But just enough to fall in with the rest of them. It's, it's a great place to be. Oh, gosh. Guys, this was a lot of fun. So thank you so much for joining the show. We'll have to have you back sometime and see if we can pick something that Hannah knows more than Taylor. But I don't know. We'll find out what That's that is. Many <laughs> many but thank you so geography. much for joining. Oh, I love geography. I am Hannah a- knows so much more about geography. I want to com- compete in that episode. How can I write the questions and compete at the same time? I, make, I don't know uh, if it's possible. Make Cheney do it. <laughs> I can't even get Cheney to show up one time or at all. So I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm going to be that lucky. Um, but we'll see what happens. Thank you so much again for pulling up to the show tonight. Uh, everyone, make sure to like, follow, subscribe to all of our social media platforms. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube, as well as anywhere digital podcasts can be found. This has been another episode of You Think You Know with your host, Aubin, and my guests, Hannah and Taylor. Ladies, thank you so much. We hope you had a great time and that you will come back. Oh, Good definitely. night. 
It, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying this was a lot of fun. Thanks. Yes, yes it was. I'm glad. I always love when my guests <laughs> have a good time. So thank you so much for coming. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.